Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of Any Line, Anytime. My name is Mark Babin, your host, and it's great to have you with me today. Starting your career in the tech industry can be both a challenging and opportunity-filled experience. And as you'll know from a previous podcast episode, finding that right opportunity can lead to a wealth of new skills and even future career moves. So what are some of these new opportunities you can look forward to as an intern or new team member in the tech industry? And how should you approach applying for your first big job? In this podcast, I'm joined by two AnyLine interns, Leah Schwega and Fabian Hildesheim, to discuss how they landed their positions, the experiences that they've both had, and what lessons they've learned along the way. So, if you're looking into a new career option or are fresh out of school, grab a notepad and strap into this exciting episode of Any Line Anytime. I'll catch you on the other side. Leah, Fabian, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. It's great to have you here. Uh, and appreciate the opportunity to d- discuss this uh, yeah, interesting subject with you. So thanks for being here. Uh, hi, Mark. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hi, Leah. Hi, Mark. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here today. Great. Yeah, thanks again for being here. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I know it's one we've been planning for a while and talking about. So it's great to finally have the session. So again, thanks for being with me today. Now, probably one of the biggest challenges that are facing new graduates uh, is choosing a suitable workplace uh, for that first opportunity, given everything that you're looking for in an opportunity, uh, good work-life balance, of course, a supportive team, but then also to have that position fill essentially what you're looking for out of your career and to match what you've been studying. So I'd really like to start the conversation by getting to know what brought your attention to any line, what brought it to this tech industry, and how did you approach applying for the uh, the current internship that you're in? Leah, if I could come to you on this first question. Yeah, well, so initially I've heard about AnyLine from a friend of my father's who has been working for AnyLine for quite some time, actually. And since I'm still studying at the University of Vienna and, you know, with COVID, um, we all have distance learning. And so I couldn't really go to university, but I kind of figured that I'd like to have some consistency and some routine back in my life. And the way for me to do that was through getting a part-time job. So as I said, through my father's friend, I've heard that AnyLine is hiring and They have a lot of different options for students like me. So I just uh, reached out to my father's friend and he connected me with human resources. So I first I had an interview with Sylvia, who's from human resources and afterwards with the head of PR and content with Mike. And yeah, so basically after my second interview, I landed the position here. So now I'm a marketing assistant. Yeah, at any line. Absolutely. And it's been great to have you. Fabian, coming to you, has your experience been any different on, on how you found us and how you approached the opportunity? Uh, well, it has actually been quite similar to, to Leah's experience. Okay. okay. Um, so I also found out about AnyLine through my personal network and um, looked at the website and uh, the LinkedIn profile and then decided to apply. And it was actually quite a smooth process. Also with the first interview with Sylvia, um, and the, the former CTO, Daniel Albertini. And then the second interview was also with Christian Pichler, the current CTO. Um, yeah, and it worked out really nicely and it was a, a really interesting process. 
So both capitalizing on your network. So you've learned the trick early and I love it. Uh, and I'm really happy you brought that up. So once you found the opportunity and, and you decided to pursue it, what made you decide to pursue it? What was the deciding factor for you to go? Yes. Any line is the place I want to be Fabian to stick with you here. Um, well, I initially, I, I applied to, to Google and to Boston consulting for internships. And uh, both declined and they had a similar answer saying that um, it could be interesting in the future, but uh, I need to gather some experience abroad and also working experience. Um, so I should should apply in a couple of years um, later. And um, well, with this experience, I thought that um, a startup with like a lot of purpose and a great technology um, would be the place to go to. And um, I actually looked at uh, several image recognition startups in the medical industry mm -hmm. um, and uh, then looked at AnyLine. And uh, in the end, it, it really convinced me talking to Christian Pichler and having a lot of great uh, technology subjects uh, that can be tackled at AnyLine. And um, yeah, I really underestimated it at <laughs> first, but when talking to Christian, uh, he really convinced me uh, quickly. Uh, that uh, AnyLine is a really cool company to work for, especially in regards to AI and deep learning. So something you could really sink your teeth into and gain that experience was kind of the main reason that you wanted to yeah. come to this place for this step in your career. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Leah, coming to you, is it a similar kind of thing? Is it kind of you're using this as an experience opportunity gainer or was there something else that drove your decision to join the team? Well, I... I think there are a couple of factors really, but I'd like to elaborate on the main one. Please. So apart from, as I said, wanting a consistency back in my life, um, I also wanted uh, to get some work experience in marketing because I've never worked with, in marketing before. So, and yeah, but as I said, I'm still studying. So mm -hmm, of course, mm -hmm. right. I don't have a lot of work experience here. So, um, and when I had the interview with Mike, with the head of PR, he told me that they want to show me everything there is to marketing. So, and for me to hear that, that was amazing, right? Because I don't have work experience. I want to get the, this work experience. And he was just, you guys, you, you're opening all possible opportunities for me here. So yeah, that's just what I figured was the most amazing thing. And yeah, you told me that you want to show me everything there is. And if there's something I'd like to stick with or something that I'm really interested in that I can, you know, develop my skills further. And I think that's for a student's the best possible outcome, actually. Well, yeah, looking for a job. Absolutely. Getting a seat at the round table, more or less, getting the opportunity to sink your teeth into projects and contribute to things in real time uh, rather than just being, I guess, stuck in a cubicle in the corner and, and given here's your task for the day, being able to contribute in both your respects is what you're saying. No, I love that. I think it's a really nice thing to highlight. So coming on to the experiences that you've gained now that we've kind of bridged into that, uh, Fabian, coming to you first, what has your experiences been like uh, at, at any line? What's your work-life balance like? How do you, how are you enjoying it? Um, and what do you like most about it so far? Um, well, uh, what I previously said, uh, I really underestimated the kind of technologies that we're dealing with around here. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I mean, in regards to AI, we've got uh, it, like topics like few-shot learning and um, explainability of AI and um, neural network pruning, and these are so exciting for for people who are interested in AI. So beyond AI. me, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, they, they are beyond me as well. But I'm, I mean, I'm just studying in my bachelor's, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cool to have these people around you with uh, PhDs and uh, a lot of domain knowledge in in this um, like high tech field. And at the same time, you've you've got such a great atmosphere around here. I mean, uh, normally I, I always thought company values are part of the marketing thing of a company. <laughs> and uh, I mean, of course, you try to get people and convince them that that it's a nice atmosphere to work here, but. It really is. I mean, I can I can walk around and ask questions, and everybody's really supportive and helpful, um, and special especially like supporting um, responsibility that you take for for topics that interest you and uh, pathways you you want to head in. Yeah, I can certainly mirror that. It, you know, when I started as well, it was no one ever says no to anything. Like everyone's willing to help you, even if they don't know the answer, they'll find you the answer. So that's a fantastic point to highlight. Uh, Leah, on your side, what has your experience been like so far over the last couple of months? Is it different from from what Fabian is sharing, like that kind of atmosphere, or are you seeing anything different? Um, not concerning the atmosphere, but I guess my workday is kind of different, A of little course, different. because um, as I said, you guys want to show me everything. And that means that my workday never is like the second. So it's always very different, mm-hmm. but that's actually something that I really like because as I said, I'm getting a lot of different um, inputs here, or you're just showing me so much. And so one day I'll be writing a blog with Mike, and then I'll be doing some research on uh, industry. And then again, I'll be doing a promo video with you. So it's always very, very um, different. And I guess that's just the difference between our internships here, that mm-hmm. I'm always doing something else. And I, yeah, you you're in the development department. So of course that's you're sinking your teeth into more specific things, but still a diversity in in what you're doing. Imagine on a day to day. Yeah, a lot. Um, And maybe as an example, like a a standard work day for me, like especially in the first months looked like, uh, I mean, I initially got the task to, to figure out a way to make, uh, to evaluate our products. Mm -hmm. And basically like when I, when I come into the office in the morning, um, I mean, I've got one or two meetings scheduled and I can always talk to people, but generally I can choose my way of approaching tasks and like I can make up my own schedule mm-hmm. like, in my entire four month internship. No one ever told me what to do. And I think this is incredible. for You knew where the end goal was and it was your choice on how you chose to get there. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, people gave me advice and of like, course. what way not to approach things, <laughs> but um no one ever told me what to do or to task by task, Yeah, task by task or like make a PowerPoint or do this mm-hmm. or do that. This just doesn't happen. Yeah. And Leah, probably the same for you. And I know obviously we're working a bit closer on the marketing side, but whenever a task is given, it's more of just here's best practices, but you approach it how you want to approach it. And I think that's kind of echoed no matter where we go. Right. Yeah, I guess that's the huge asset about working at a startup because in comparison to maybe to a traditional company or corporate company, that you're just, you have a lot of independence Mm -hmm. here and you, you're, as I, when we did an interview together, it's like, it's not so much, um, you're, you're able to try something and if you're failing, it's not like you won't get 
cut your uh, nobody's going to cut your head off because you're <laughs> failing and you tried something and you failed at what you did and you learned you learn you just it's working here is a whole learning progress yeah. actually so no, that's yeah. really really nice and so i guess bouncing off of that and like i said a lot of what you shared echoes what i know i feel and what i certainly felt in the first months and in the first year and still feel today with the team like a lot of what you're saying it's it's not about dictating how you get to that end result it's more of this is where the company's goal is. How can we best get there as a team? And I think you both have reflected that uh, in your experiences so far. So no, that's really great. Um, I'd love to hear what kind of unexpected challenges or opportunities came your way uh, during your, your time so far, Leah, uh, on your side, anything that was maybe not how you expected it to be, but was, was a bit better, was a bit worse, anything like that? I mean, it's hard to say, because maybe it goes hand in hand, hand with my last answer, mm -hmm. just, you know, having um, a different workday every single week, because then it's always unexpected. Somehow every task has something unexpected to it. But for me coming here, probably the most unexpected thing was the whole tech language and getting to know uh, the tech language. But then again, um, unexpected opportunities I have so many un unexpected opportunities <laughs> here because every single day I'm able to find something that I enjoy and just it's always different and I can find where my skills maybe mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. or where I'm better and so no task is like the other and some tasks are easier for me than others of course but it's just an unexpected opportunity because I get to see a lot of different aspects of marketing and I'm just also finding out a lot of, about myself, I guess, while doing so. What you enjoy and what you don't. Yeah. And though taking a step back, did you expect it to be like that? Did you expect to come in and have every day be different? Was that something that you didn't see coming? No, not really. <laughs> I Because uh, I do have work experience ever since I was 15, but just never in some company like any line, actually. I'm used to getting in by eight, getting out by five and doing the <laughs> same task over and over again. And that way also perfectionizing one task, but maybe not so many different tasks or being good at many different tasks, actually. Yeah. Having to wear multiple hats in a day and yeah. be efficient at all of them. Yeah. But I really like that you guys are making me more versatile and just pushing you out flexible. your comfort zone, I guess, as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's the best way to learn actually. So that's also, really great to know. Yeah. Finding out a lot about myself here. So yeah, I think that's a really nice and unexpected outcome. I, I certainly would have, wouldn't have thought of that myself because I guess it's been so long since my first job opportunity. You guys make me feel like a dinosaur, but <laughs> having that first initial job and, and learning about yourself during that process is extremely valuable. And I love how you brought that up. That's really great. So Fabian, coming to you with the same question, was there a lot that you didn't foresee in the position, in the day-to-day -day work and what you've sunk your teeth into? Is there things that you didn't expect that were perhaps opportunities? Um, well, I realized that I had a lot of presumptions and biases in regards to work atmosphere and work-life balance. Mm -hmm. um, because I always thought that it's it's nice to work ten or twelve hours a day and have uh, have like a lot of uh, stress and mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of stuff to do um, and uh, like some of my friends do internships in consulting or other industries and uh, they do have a lot of stress but I don't think that they actually have a nice time 
And okay. uh, I mean, we, we work at any line and we have a really great time and we learn a lot of stuff. And what Leah just pointed out about the industry, I think it's like it's a big thing to to work in the AI industry where it's just a mega trend and a lot of companies like AnyLine really get funded well and have a lot of uh, processes just going upwards and with this a lot of opportunities to to have impact even as interns. Yeah, and I think that's what Danny brought up in our previous podcast was the impact you can have, I think surprises a lot of people that you're able to contribute to live projects not just stuff in the back end not stuff that's just cataloged which would be more traditional in in a corporate environment and maybe that's why it's less fun but because you're contributing to things that could go out tomorrow uh it makes your work more meaningful and i think you can enjoy it more that way right yeah definitely Absolutely. (laughs) That's awesome. So coming to the lessons that you've learned so far, obviously you've both been in the internship positions uh, long enough, hopefully to have some lessons come out of it. Um, But we know that every job you do, there's tons you learn and every project you're in, there's more that you learn, whether you make a mistake and you know not to go that way the next time, or maybe it's just the way to approach a project, but there's always something to learn. So Leah coming to you, I'd love to know what you've learned so far uh, and what stood out in your mind the most? So apart from improving my English, which I love, uh, I have learned that being willing to work trumps being an expert in a task. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that before working at any line, I used to do a task over and over again and until I bring it to perfection. And here at any line, I've learned to be more flexible and more versatile and uh, that I guess you can only achieve if you really want to work and put effort into it because it really takes passion and the will to work to always challenge yourself with a new task. And I have seen that motivation for work in every single person here at AnyLine, mm-hmm. which again motivates me to work as well as I can. Because you enjoy it, you're contributing, you enjoy the work you do and yeah. that passion comes out naturally in the actual project rather than just doing something because that's what you're doing from nine to 10. Yeah. And also, I mean, the marketing team, it's, it's amazing. I just, (laughs) I love being around you guys. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, it's always the atmosphere, like Fabian said, is just, it's the best. And if you like the atmosphere you're in, I think also you probably put more effort into your work as well. So, so being in that enjoyable place makes you just a stronger contributor. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Helps a lot. That's really well said. Fabian, obviously working on the development side of things, obviously we're going to take, take away different specific learnings, uh, but what has stood out in your mind as far as what you've learned maybe about yourself or about the, the work itself? Um, well, as well as Leah, um, I was very surprised about the, uh, how any line uh, tackles the issue of motivation because I've like with every week I felt more motivated to, to work because more and more of my own thoughts were actually in the process of solving solving the problem. So I could really implement what I thought and um, I didn't really have to to be one one processing step of, of another person's mission or to accomplish a goal, but uh, I could really do and solve my own problems. And it, was, it, it felt more like I had my own mini startup within any line mm-hmm. where I could could tackle the issue of evaluating uh, the products um, and I, I mean I had a lot of uh, a lot of great supervisors with Stefan Fiel and Christian Pichler 
And if you work in, uh, or if you're a student in the tech industry um, and looking either to do an internship or to write a thesis, I would really, really advise you to apply here at any line and um, maybe ask even for these supervisors because it was a truly great time. And mention the podcast. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, that's really nice. That's a great learning to take away. So given the information that you shared so far, it certainly sounds like that uh, you both enjoyed the opportunity so far. I think that's fair to say that you've enjoyed what you've been doing and what you've been able to contribute to uh, and are certainly looking forward to using that in your future career steps, wherever that may be. So on that point, uh, I'd like to know what specific things, whether a learning or a specific situation, one you've mentioned here or perhaps not yet, um, that you will that you think will help you in that next career step. Uh, so something that you've learned that you will take forward with you and, and hold on to that memory or that specific learning uh, that'll help you in your, in your next career step. So Leah, coming to you first, if I could. Yeah, for me, I guess what I will take away the most is um, just to not overanalyze a task, mm -hmm. but simply get going and do it. Because... Um, <laughs> It's so easy to get nervous about getting new tasks, right? Uh, you know, the being anxious about maybe failing or not handling it well. But um, what I realized is just if I'm going to get going on the task and just then I'll realize where I might have some troubles and then I'm also able to pose the right questions to the right people, right? Because everybody here is super helpful. Everybody, nobody is mad if you're asking questions right so just get going on the task and do your best and if you have questions then just ask them <laughs> because people are always here and so yeah i guess that's probably the biggest learning for me just to not overanalyze the task ahead of doing it or mm -hmm. before doing it but just get going and then you will figure it out with the help of your team so, yeah. yeah, that's a really nice thing to recognize, I think, so early on in a career because, yeah, how many people just are afraid to ask for help and then they end up, you know, in trouble or they don't do the task to their best of their ability because they just simply didn't ask. So I think taking that forward is a, is a really nice thing to already identify. Yeah. And you're right, in an environment like this, people don't say no. And if they don't know the answer, they'll help you find the answer. So it's really that team working toward the end goal again. Yeah, there's no shame in asking, right? So. Never. No, you'll never know the answer if you don't ask. And and someone may have something that just gives you a spark. Yeah, that and can everybody keep you going. has different expertise around here. Everybody comes from different backgrounds. Some um, studied psychology, some marketing. So, mm -hmm. And it's, there's also no shame in recognizing that a lot of people know stuff that you don't know anything about. So asking the questions will get you further in life just in general. Yeah, no, that's really well, uh, really well said. So speaking of people who know things that no one else knows, Fabian, coming to you, <laughs> I always have to refer to the development team because every time I talk to a developer of any kind, it's just like the, the capacity you guys have is unreal just in the different way that you can understand information. And it blows my mind uh, every time. So coming to you kind of on the same question, given the different experiences you've had, what will you take forward uh, into your next career step, what do you think will benefit you the most as you continue your career, wherever it may be? Well, for me personally, I really underestimated the impact of meaning and purpose with your job because I approached the whole career planning thing very rationally and strategic mm -hmm. and I tried to make the perfect pathway to the super 
career. And I think a lot of people, especially on, on universities like the TU Munich, a lot of people orient themselves towards th those big names mm -hmm. um, and really underestimate them, uh, what meaning and purpose in your everyday job. Actually, how it affects you. Yeah, exactly. How it affects you and how it motivates you. So I think what I will take away from this experience is to trust my gut feeling and um, to tr yeah trust into myself that I will I will find a pathway that I feel feel uh, natural and organic about rather than forced. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and like I pursue meaning. Yeah, and having more value in that rather than all the intangible things I guess that one would think of uh, with a job. So will that affect your? where you apply to next or where you look for to work or the questions you ask when you're on a job, will that, that learning and what you take forward there, will that affect how you approach everything in the future? Well, I hope it will. Yeah. Well, I think you recognizing it now certainly means that it'll be on your mind. Uh, definitely. And definitely. And I think I will um, have less moments where I compare myself to, to other people and look at their LinkedIn profile and think like, <laughs> Oh my God, how, how, how does he manage to do this? Right. Um, yeah, that's a really mature thing to realize. I think so soon because you stop caring less about the audience and you're, you're caring more about what, what matters to you and how does that position affect you? Yeah, exactly. And I think any line is a great place to, to start this pathway to, to meaning because there's so many things you can do and so many different aspects where, where you can have a responsibility and take courage. Uh, and yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what do you think, Claire? <laughs> no, I absolutely agree with, um, with Fabian on this one. I'm just nodding my head in agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're hitting a lot of the right points and a lot of things that I know myself personally, and a lot of friends that have kind of come up over the last decade that to know these things earlier on, if I would have had an opportunity to join a company as, you know, impactful as something like this or in this industry, I think it would have in influenced my direction. Cause I think a lot of people take that analytical approach, not realizing how big of an impact step one and step two can have. They immediately think of, I just got to get through these to get to step 10. They don't think about what they can actually capture in those first opportunities. So I think what you've both said has really highlighted the importance of that. And then the fact that this will now impact your step two. And I think that's a really nice thing to realize uh, so early on. Uh, so really, really appreciate those answers. Thank you. So coming to the end, I'd love to touch on some tips and tricks for the audience uh, listening. I know a lot of people graduating are going to want to know how they can land this kind of opportunity or head into this sector. Um, so for those listening, what tips and tricks do you have up your sleeve that that can benefit those looking to get into this industry, approaching jobs like this uh, and and gain, getting an internship or work experience for some type of company that has this impact, what tips and tricks do you have, Fabian, coming to you? Well, I think this is a difficult question to answer. I mean, I'm, I'm 21 years old and I've only applied to a few companies and some of these interviews really went wrong. Um, and I think though the worst interviews were the ones where I tried to be like come across competent and uh, really talk about like, I don't know, domain expert knowledge. And I think the ones that like the one at any line went really well because I stayed in my circle of competence. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as an undergraduate and graduate coming from university, this circle is probably going to be quite small, but especially for development interviews, it's nice when you have a rational approach and uh, try to, to kind of be yourself and 
Yeah, I think be yourself is a really key point that people who are coming out of school, they try to be too much. They try to talk a big game when they just need to be themselves and talk about what they're passionate about. So when you were having those discussions, specifically the one here, did you feel like the conversation just ignited a bit more passion in you about what you could potentially be doing? Is that something that you would give advice to those listening to to really embrace that passion towards the subject? Uh, well, I think one or two minutes into the conversation with Christian Pichler, I realized, oh man, this 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 guy really you. has so many subjects I'm interested mm-hmm. in, and I can learn a lot from him. And yeah, probably that's good advice to to be open to ask questions because the person that's going to be interviewing you will know a lot more about the subjects than you do, probably. Yeah, so just be confident in what you know. I think that that there's something there. Like, be confident. You have to be confident, but not don't boost yourself up to a level where you think you need to be, just be yourself and be confident in what you know, and let that organic passion come through. I think is really nice. And I think we have to mention also, cause you've both taken this route, tap your network as much as possible for these kind of opportunities, because I think once they hit the shelf, once the jobs are posted, it's, it's very likely that perhaps, you know, it's already being lined up and, and people's networking abilities can certainly get you in the door a lot faster. Something yeah. fair to say, I guess, right, Fabian? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you can also refer to this podcast when applying <laughs> because, I mean, that's also a great impression to to make when you, you're informed about the company. Yeah, I know we did our last one. I think it was a month ago we did our, our one uh, with Sylvia and Danny and I was walking by the University of Vienna and I had actually a couple students come up to me uh, and said they listened and I applied and I can't wait to have a talk. And like, that means so much, right? Because it tells that they're interested in the company enough to connect with what we're saying today. And uh, I certainly look forward to to those listening to take that opportunity as well and start creating that network. And that's exactly how you get in the door to a lot of these places is do the unexpected, right? So I think I think you, you highlighted that really well. Uh, Leah, coming to you, I want to turn this question around a little bit. When we're looking at the internship experience itself, how do you make the most out of the time that you're here? So how do you squeeze every last ounce of juice out of the opportunity? Mm. I mean, uh, I absolutely agree with everything Fabian just said, mm-hmm. just staying in your circle of competence and also inform yourself about the company. But for me, I guess my focus is more on just proof that you are willing to work and be kind and sociable mm-hmm. because um, everybody here is so down to earth and likes to interact with people. And as we discussed it once, um, one of those of the best things about working in an office is that while discussing with people or with your team, um, you can find new ideas or maybe there is a spark and you can develop on certain ideas. Right. Mm -hmm. So just, I think also that if you're that kind and sociable person that, and who likes to interact with the team, that you're going to be a huge asset for the team, just because you're contributing by, you know, just being there yeah, yeah just being there and just be open-minded and you know like to talk and i i guess my tip for if you want to be working at any line as an intern is also just prove that you're willing to work and then also be kind and sociable so that you have good stories to tell over a cup of coffee as well so just i think it, it, it has to be a balance right so yeah. just don't yeah i guess that's the most important thing. Yeah, no, totally. Well. I think don't undervalue just being in the setting itself and uh, soak everything up. Yeah. Take in what you're listening to, contribute when you can, um, and, and not being afraid to 
take on a task that maybe, and you mentioned it earlier, just to sink into something and then ask questions. I think taking ownership in something right away is something that would be extremely valuable for anyone in any internship, I suppose. Yeah. But like you said, well, how can it, can one get the most mm -hmm. out of it? Um, just, I think if you are willing to work and if you find joy in what you're doing, you will take the most out of it. Right. Well said. Because just, If it's fun, people like to have fun. <laughs> And yeah. if work is fun, I mean, it's the best possible outcome. Yeah, a core necessity of enjoying your work is enjoying what you do and, and who you're around. Yeah. And if it's a nice place to be, then you'll enjoy being there. You'll contribute to the best of your ability and you'll give 110% rather than just show up, do the work and go home. Yeah, and you spend a lot of your day at work, right? So if you're getting along with the people as well. Bonus. Bonus, huge bonus. Big bonus. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Some some really fantastic uh, tips there for those listening and a really great way to bring this episode to a close. So um, I've loved this conversation. Thank you both so very much for everything you've contributed. I've learned a lot personally just listening to your answers. And I know those listening will, will hopefully absorb just as much information and have taken notes on how they can approach an opportunity like this. Um, so really, really good and, and hopefully something that we'll see Uh, more and more interns coming into these positions to gain kind of that similar knowledge and of course their own perspectives once they enter the the workplace. So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to what this brings. And again, thank you both so very much for contributing and uh, not only to this podcast, but to making any line better, to elevating a product, elevating the company. Uh, the work's been fantastic across the board and it's been fantastic having you both uh, as part of the team. So uh, thank you for today and thank you for all of that. I think it's meant a lot to the team. Um, so yeah, bringing things to a close, any final notes you wish to share, Leah? Um, yeah, well, thanks for doing the podcast with us and for showing interest in our insights. And I'm just hoping that our insights are useful to somebody out there who really wants to work at any line because it's amazing. So just recommend it. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Fabian, any, any last notes from you before we wrap up? Oh yeah. Thanks for having us, Mark. It's, it's really an honor to be here as an intern. I mean, we're doing a podcast. Oh, <laughs> what a crazy thing is this. <laughs> is it your first uh, one? Yeah. yeah. Yay. Two newbies. I love it. Um, so yeah, apply at any line and um, hopefully you'll, you'll have a successful and great time. Perfect sign off. HR, I hope you're listening. <laughs> no, brilliant. Again, thank you both so much for being here. Really appreciate the time and uh, the insights have been fabulous. So really appreciate it. Thank you again. Some amazing tips and insights from both Leah and Fabian today. From leveraging your network when looking for a position to not being afraid to jump into new tasks or take projects for granted. I hope that you were able to soak up some of these great insights as you approach your next career move. If you have any questions about what you heard in this episode, please do not hesitate to reach out to myself or even Leah or Fabian, as I'm sure there's lots of information that we have to share with you. And with that, we'll bring this episode to a close. Thank you all so very much for listening and for joining us on this episode. I hope that you're having a wonderful day wherever in the world you may be. And until next time, and as always, this is Mark Babin saying stay happy, stay healthy. I'll see you on the very next episode of Any Line, Anytime. <laughs>